Real Estate Radio, hosted by the real estate therapist, Larry Shackman, a top-producing real estate broker, author, CEO, and founder of TrustedAgentUSA.com, the ultimate real estate matchmaker, connecting you with top-performing agents for 2% commission. Each week, we bring you exclusive interviews with industry experts, covering everything from staging to negotiation strategies to home inspection issues and everything in between. Whether you're selling your home, a first-time home buyer, or a seasoned investor, we've got you covered. Let's make your real estate dreams a reality in this fast-moving and ever-changing real estate market. This program is funded in whole or in part by Trusted Agent USA, Illinois license number 475-145-795. Now, now, here's Larry. All right, everybody, we are live. It is Saturday, and it's Real Estate Radio, the Real Estate Radio Show podcast. Hey, we are glad to have you along. we got a ton to talk about today. Lawrence Yoon from the uh, National Association of Realtors, the NAR, came out with his predictions for the 2024 real estate market. So I know Dylan's going to have a lot to say about that. We're going to see what they, uh, what he said and what he thinks is coming and uh, what the future holds. There's, I think there's some good indications, but uh, let's see what Dylan has to say. Um, before we get started, I want to, uh, of course, thank all of our sponsors. Uh, number one, Trusted Agent USA, trustedagentusa.com. Go there if you want to save a ton of money when you buy, sell, or invest. So whether you're buying, selling, or investing, you can save a lot of money working with a trusted agent. It doesn't matter where you are. We have team members all over the country. So what we do is we meld what consumers are looking for, and that is great agents to work with, agents that are high-producing, high-performing agents that are going to get you across the finish line with your transaction, whether you're buying, selling, or investing. And we meld that with those agents who are looking for great buyers, sellers, and investors to work with without coming out of pocket thousands and thousands of dollars for customer acquisition costs. And we do that all for free with no obligation to either party. So check out trustedagentusa.com. And I also want to thank our other sponsors here real quickly. Uh, we got Dylan Kramer here, of course, the man, the man of the hour. He'll be on in a second here. And Dylan is the branch manager over at Benchmark Mortgage in Oak Brook. Uh, Dylan's been in the mortgage game for a, a long time, and he's the only mortgage broker you need. So if you need anything mortgage, you're going to call Dylan, and we'll get you all of his information uh, throughout the show. So along with Dylan, I want to also thank our friends over at At Home Title Services. If you are a real estate agent in Illinois, you need to be a registered title agent. Go to the website where it will tell you exactly how to do that at hometitleservices.com. Sign up for their next virtual event and find out what it's all about. Now, having said all that, let's get this off the air and let's get this on the air. There he is. Hey, buddy. What's going hey, on? How are you? How's it going? I'm fantastic. I'm I'm literally, as you can see, on the real estate therapist couch in my office. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to need therapy today. I got a little rant to go on. I'm going to need therapy. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm here for it. I have a um, I have an interesting kind of discussion to have uh, myself. So I'm fired up to kind of talk about a few things because cool. I think we've got some really. Um, I, I think Larry going into 2024, we, you know, we've talked about putting the, uh, the, the, the getting back on the radio with the shows so we can broaden our audience and continue to kind of spread the word January podcast here. And so we're looking forward to that, but that's only one thing that's going to happen in 2024 in the name of serving customers better. Yeah. No details to follow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
there's a lot of good indications. There's a lot of things that are uh, running headlong into one another. And I think it's confusing some people. Well, let's talk about that, my friend. I'm here for you. Know, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that because um, there's just there's just a lot out there that is like we talked about this confluence of 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 stats and numbers and and class action lawsuits and predictions by this guy and predictions by that guy. And um, I think it's important that, you know, everybody, you know, kind of settles down, turns the volume down, right? Right. Stop listening to all the noise out there. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's just a lot of it going on, right? So let's, let's jump right into it. Tell me what you got. And then I'm going to tell you what I'm going to rant about a little bit. All here. right. Um, well, you know what? The thing that I think that is, is very, very interesting and I am um, so, so two things. Um, the, the first one is um, let's talk about this drop in mortgage rates, which is now um, legitimate. And um, I would say uh, I, I would say it's legitimate to the point where it's noticeable. But, mm -hmm. you know, I was laughing. What are we at right now? Uh, you, you can do, you know, you get a rate in the sixes. Pretty much. I mean, you might be you might even be able to get six point six for the best borrowers in the best circumstances, meaning twenty five percent down. Come on, dude. That's like a point and a half down from where we were four weeks ago. Yes. But I mean, we were also. We reached that high point for a day and a half. Like, let's not turn around and fuss about this. I mean, right. It, 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 so the thing that has got me kind of set off is that. The, mar the, the, the mortgage business, the people who do what I do, um, have been stressed for a couple of years, right? Rates have been rising literally since January 22. So here we are in December 23, and we've had nothing but rising rates for all intents and purposes, right? And so that has driven some uh, companies out of business. It has driven people to change companies. It has driven uh, folks to... Uh, turn around and make different decisions about the the homes that they can buy and the financing and all of that's true. Um, but the thing that happens and it's it, it's a little it's a little grimy is the engine that is the mortgage business mm -hmm. um, starts to churn because they need volume. And so I've seen marketing. We joked about it a little bit last week, but now we all have this. Rates are great. It's time to refinance marketing yeah. in the marketplace. And since we're on a podcast and we're not back on the radio yet, here's the thing I'm going to tell you. For most folks, it's bullshit. What is? The, the idea that they should be refinancing. There's like 12 people who got 8% three months ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. The, the thing that is really bothersome to me is not the idea that rates are down a point, point and a half. Like, that's legit. But the thing is that there's an entire marketing engine in these call center shops and in these servicing companies where they're emailing and calling people. Oh, yeah. 4% loans and attempting to convince them that it will be smarter to get rid of their 4% loan and get a new 6.5% loan. And the biggest thing is, and, and you know this is near and dear to my heart, they are attacking, and I, I use that term pejoratively and correctly, they are attacking veteran homeowners with the idea, they're like, you could do a streamlined refinance and you could save all this money or you could, you know, and, and the idea- And how are they presenting that? How are they presenting that? Mailers, that phone calls, statement attachments, emails to the, the 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 email addresses they have on file for payment collection. So if people are getting bombarded by the message, rates are better, you should refinance. But they're only better 
than what they were in October. They're not better than what you got in 2021. And so on some level, yes, the consumer should understand what they have and be able to do the simple math. But I've been in this business, as you mentioned in the pre-show, a long damn time. And I also know that they turn around um, and especially in these call centers, they train people who are relatively inexperienced with fairly new licenses on a thin slice of the marketing pie. And so they'll turn around and uh, two great examples of how call center marketing in the mortgage business works. Okay. Uh, Number one, we work with clients all the time who we say, okay, look, we're going to turn around and we're going to um, get you in and we'll pull your credit report. We'll get everything up and running. We'll get it. get you pre-approved and we send the documents off. At which point in the next day, the clients are subjected to the sale of the fact that their credit was pulled by a mortgage company to a hundred other mortgage companies, all of whom use the publicly available information in that credit file sold by TransUnion, Equifax, and TRW, uh, or Experian, or whatever they're calling themselves. Right. That information is then sold to mortgage companies, and they turn them over to the call center. And the call centers call, and they're like, you're getting ripped off. You should work with us. And the coaching that those people are getting is a version of your mortgage lender, Dylan, or Jane at XYZ big box lender, or you know your neighborhood lender up the street or whoever it is, they're ripping customers off. And your duty as a call center employee at our lender is to pursue these people relentlessly so that they can understand how much money they can save by working with us. And so they're making you the villain. They're they're creating the enemy to get closer right. to their client. Right. But and, and so that is one way that training call center employees highlights a negative or or, or creates a situation where underskilled people are, are are in pursuing. So like we'll have clients and it's like, well. Maybe the market is at 6.6, like I mentioned, for the client who's at um, 25% down single family home W-2 job. But maybe you got a guy who's Mm self-employed, struggled to get his company on its feet a few years ago, missed a few bills, has a 638 credit score, is buying 3.5% down on an FHA loan, and is getting 6.875 because he's not qualified to get the 6. He doesn't have the 25% down. By right. a condo near his business, right? Right. And so the rate is slightly higher. Right. And ought to be, right? Sure. Not respect. They're calling and just saying, look, you're getting ripped off. Like we have to, we, and, and, and look, we don't really lose clients to that, but we do lose time, energy, and effort. And people are really frustrated and they get mad. Like who's selling my information? Of course, it's the credit bureaus. But the point is, it's that thin slicing of call center trainees. Yeah. Bringing it back to the current rate environment and my outrage at that is they call. And again, they train these employees and they're like, look, these people have monthly budget stresses and it is your job to help them save their monthly budget stress. And when you thin slice it like that, you're like, well, we'll just reposition your loan. I mean, I know you paid for three years. But if we turned around and got you $10,000 in cash at closing, would that help your budget? And lots of people are like, yeah, right? People make personal mm-hmm. fi- finance decisions to a degree in a vacuum. The yeah. They don't explain after they get the veteran on the phone who's got, I have a veteran who called me the other day. He's got two and a quarter on a 30-year fixed. He He's the guy who got the bottom of the market. 2.25. Yeah. Should I crazy. be refinancing? My, my, my servicer's calling me. I'm like, what do they offer you? Six or five point nine nine. Okay, so why why are you ca- talking to them? Why why are you even calling me? But I, right. I appreciate the the I appreciate well, yeah his respect for my integrity as business person. It's shoot him straight. But the thing is, 
how many people are not being shot straight because they come in and they go, well, we'll put 10,000 bucks in your pocket. You can pay your car down. You have a good Christmas. You skip a monthly payment, blah, 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 blah. Meantime, they've got 330 payments left, all of which will be $400 a month higher in the name of sending 10 grand. It'll cost $120,000. Yeah. And this is why people in the mortgage business have a bad reputation because you're operating without integrity and it's the company integrity because they're training underskilled employees who don't know this well enough to sell to clients who don't know this well enough and mm -hmm. stumble into mistakes of hundreds of thousands of dollars that end up in the coffers of the banks. It's insanity. And yeah. you may have noticed I'm a little angry about it. You're a little, you're a little worked up over this. I'm a little hot, but you're wearing that Blackhawks jersey. No, no Blackhawks jersey. This is, oh. this, is my, this is my Sopranos, Mister Rogers, work at the office jacket. <laughs> sitting out, sitting out in oh, yeah. front of uh, what was the name of the meat place? Patriales. Patriales. Sitting out in front of Patriales. <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome. No, listen, we talked about this a little bit at the top of the show. And that is all the noise out there that yes. people hear. And part of that noise is exactly what you just said. These call centers that just, you know, deluge these, oh, everybody with calls, call after call after call. And also the direct mail they get as well. Yes. Um, the things they see on TV. Email. Yeah. Email. Um, thankfully a lot of that probably goes to their spam or junk mail, but, um, the reality of it is there's a lot of noise out there right now and yeah. people get confused, even if it should be fairly obvious that if you're sitting on a two and three quarter percent mortgage and someone calls you up and says, Hey, we're at six and a half percent right now. And, uh, this is a great time for you to refinance. Cause I could actually put 15 grand in your pocket. Well, that's great. But like you said, they're going to be paying another $400 a month more than they are now for the next 300 years forever. Exactly. So everybody, you got to settle down, settle down. Don't listen to all the noise. Tune it down a little bit. Now, I want to, I'm a little, you know, my rant is this. So yesterday, here's my receipt, right? Right. TikTok, everybody else. Here's yep. my receipt. When I went and got gas yesterday, I filled up my SUV. At $2.94 a gallon. Nice. Where? Okay. In Naperville. Really? In Naperville at Costco. That's fantastic. Okay. You don't, you don't run premium on that premium vehicle of yours, but it, it's. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, so I filled up for $2.94 uh, $2 a gallon. It cost me $55. And I mean, I was on like empty, dude. Right. So, so I put like. That's 20 gallons in for $55. So there, that's one thing, okay? Right. Gas prices, oil prices we talked about are at their lowest in six months, which uh, makes bond yields, uh, that affects bond yields, which affects mortgage prices, all that good stuff. Right. Okay, so that's a good thing, right? Also, yep. here's some other things, though, that kind of, you know, I'm a little bit, uh, you know, worked up over because consumer spending last month came in unexpectedly high. It came in very high last month. So people are out there spending money. No question about it. And we know part of that is the holidays, Christmas coming up, spending picks up. Yes. People are spending a lot of money right sure. now out there. So couple that with low gas prices, consumer spending is up. Right. Um, 
what else what else did i uh come up with here house prices rose okay so home prices rose 4.6 percent up from 4.1 or 4.2 percent the previous month houses are still going up in value folks well larry i would argue that they're going to continue to go up in value a little bit like i, I mean we've talked about this for lots of reasons but here's the thing in this limited inventory market, which we are absolutely in, right? Like we're not arguing that. A drop in rates of a point from October to now, maybe a point and a half, like, but a point unsurprisingly would stimulate some demand, which would drive prices a little higher. Yeah, no. Is this surprising to anybody? No. And it's going to happen again this spring. I guarantee it. Yeah, for sure. No question about it. Prices are going to continue to go up, guys. So if, you, if you're waiting to buy because you think prices are coming down, you, you have the volume turned up too high. You're listening to the wrong station and turn that station off because yeah. prices are not going down well not only that larry i think that I, I think that the most important thing right now is i know it's the holidays and i know like the next 10 days might not be the best time but the reality here is if, if you're a 2024 buyer of real estate in your mind today as, as you're listening to us broadcast you got to go do this now and I, I don't mean like this afternoon but i mean you got to be get the holidays wrapped up box the tree up and start working on this right away because by the time you get to spring you pay an extra 30 or 40 or fifty thousand dollars for a house you can buy today at a certain price that's because right if rates continue this trend meaning they just hang out in the sixes there's gonna be a lot more people who jump back in the market in the spring who are absolutely out of it at eight it's just a reality well, there's one other stat I wanted to bring up as well. Along with consumer spending rising pretty sharply, more than expected last month, jo uh, jobless applications were at their lowest point in months. And that all indicates a pretty strong labor market and pretty strong economy in general. I'm a little dubious on that number, Larry, and let me tell you why. The auto strike is over and all those people are back on the payrolls. And so they are um, counted as employed now when they weren't. And all so right. it might just be back to work. Now, and that, time will tell. Might you might be right. Time will tell. But it, it might be it, as a narrow number. You have a fair point. But if you widen out the lens a little bit. It's like, well, let's see how that plays out, right? Yeah, and there's always, listen, you can always drill down numbers farther and farther and farther and farther until you get to where you want to be, right? But the reality of it is, <laughs> is consumer spending is up. Um, and that's the key, I think. I think that's a legit number for sure. Yeah, jobless, rate, jobless applications are down. And here's something else. Inflation is at 3.1%. Uh, Right now, annual adjusted inflation is at 3.1%. Mm -hmm. And it's at 3.1% and not 2% because of greedy corporations. They're not dropping their prices. And they're not going to drop their prices, folks, until you stop buying their overpriced crap. Well, it's as simple as that. There's no corporate. It would be against their holy grail and what they live for and that is to make money and rightfully so um why would they lower their price if you're still willing to buy it at that price they are not i i philosophically agree with that concept in terms of corporations however i do get a drill down on the mortgage market and those monthly inflation numbers from a service we use to help clients decide when they should be locking their mortgage rate or not. And those guys have pointed out that the real driver, the reason we're not in the twos and we're 3.1, we've moved inflation largely because of the reduction in automotive costs, gas prices. But the thing that's sticky is housing. 
housing prices have stayed up. Oh, yeah. But additionally, housing away from home, which is a subcategory that includes hotels, Airbnb stays, et cetera, et cetera. That's not coming down at all. And so it circles back, Larry, to your point of a strong economy. I can't rent an $800 a night beach house on an Airbnb or lake house for 400 bucks a night, which is your all in, right. And Airbnbs raise their fees over the last couple of years. That's inflationary. Back to your point about corporations. Largely, it's not mom and pop landlords that have caused Airbnb expenses to go up. It's Airbnb, the corporation. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that between hotels and Airbnb costs, uh, as well as our general stickiness in housing, because we don't have a lot of inventory, the overall umbrella of housing costs is the difference between where we're at at 3.1 with all this other stuff that's come into play and the potential to be at 2.4, 2.2, et cetera. Because housing is also making up 40% of that monthly inflation number um, as they calculate it costs year over year. So although I philosophically agree with you that businesses will look to maximize every dollar at every turn, uh, don't, don't let me tell you. Yeah. Don't, don't believe I think you're wrong there. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But what I am saying is there's quantifiable evidence that housing costs, which make up 40% of that base number are not coming down like everything else has come down. Yes. And the other thing that's not coming down, well, coming down a little bit in some categories are food prices, but people are still going to the grocery store and not seeing prices come down from where they were at their highest levels. So they're not seeing some of the staples come down, but you know what? We talked about this last week. Used cars have plummeted. Used car prices have plummeted. We talked about that with our buddy, uh, Patrick Loftus over at Loftus Law last week. Well, and I got a buddy at, um, I got a buddy who's a a general manager of car dealer, um, and car dealership group. He's like, just, it's just slow. They're now officially slow. Um, And so that's a massive reversal when, you know, not that long ago, they'd sit there with a 2008 Honda Civic with 156,000 miles on it and they'd be advertising it. They're like, make us, an, you know, don't even bother trying to negotiate. We know what we have. Right. You're like, what? Right. And right. now, now they actually are incentives on new cars, right? Some, some Hyundai dealers are offering 0% financing again, which yeah. in a market like this is a real incentive because the cost of funds is higher. Yeah. Well, um, we're going to get into Mr. Lawrence Younes, the chief economic uh, guru over at NAR, which I know is a metaphor for a lot of things, but in this case, it's the National Association of Realtors. Um, And I'm going to get into that in a minute, but I'm going to end my little rant here about all these kind of decent trends and decent stats, inflation, low jobless claims, uh, you know, and some of the other things I mentioned. But at the same time, all those people who are out there spending all kinds of cash, yep, who are, uh, you know, they those are the same people, two thirds of them, Dylan, believe that we're headed for a recession. Yeah. Well, if you believe we're headed for a recession, why are you out there maxing out your credit cards and spending all this money? Tell me. I just want to know. Well, so I would tell you, I think one of two things. And the first one we've talked about before on this show, but I will repeat here today. And that is um, they they're 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 like, well, I'm fine. But the way I feel about the economy, you better look out. Right. And so they're worried about everybody else, but they they think they're going to be fine. More worrisome is probably this one. Um, And you you just mentioned it. Like people still got to eat. So if you're going to max out your credit cards, maybe you're just doing that at the grocery store. And that's more troublesome in the long run. Well, if that's the case, then that's a huge problem. And like I said, bottom line is 
corporations are not going to lower their prices until you stop buying their product at high prices. Right. It's it's as simple as that. They're not going to do it, nor should they do it. Their stockholders would get really, really pissed off. And there'd be no, they would literally be going against the whole reason for having a corporation. Sure. And that is to make money, raise your you know, stock, dividends, blah, 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 all yeah. that good stuff. You're right about they, all of it. Yeah, they care about their shareholders and well, they should. Stop buying overpriced crap. You will see prices come down. I guarantee it. Until you do that, you will not see prices come down. Yeah. Simple. Simple as that. I mean, in my in my humble, as you know, I'm very humble. In my humble. I've noticed this about you. In my humble opinion. Yes. Yeah, right. For sure. For sure. So um, no, I'm going I'm to agree with you there. I think that ultimately, look, we are in a situation economically where um you know we've just got a we've got a consumer mindset as an economy overall everything's yeah. disposable yes and, and you so, know and here's the thing dylan we don't put and this goes back to what you were saying about those mortgage call center calls and the emails they get and the drip campaigns and the blah blah and all this other stuff right we don't often put a lot of thought into the decisions we make. We make them Correct. quickly because we want this immediate gratification and think that, oh my God, this this is my lucky day. I can't believe I got this call. Yeah, let's do right. it. For and sure. we don't we don't put enough thought into, into these uh critical financial decisions. And you know, there's that old saying that uh success loves speed, right? Absolutely. There's that old saying, but when you're making financial decisions, yeah, you absolutely want to be decisive, but think it through, think right. it through because uh, you could end up on the wrong side of that coin. Absolutely. Yeah. So well, let's talk about, let's talk about Lawrence Yoon, who is uh, sure. the uh, Chief Economic Officer over at uh, NAR, the National Association of Realtors. And Lawrence, if you hired the attorneys that uh, prosecuted this case or defended this case, uh, these uh, class action lawsuits, I just call me, please. I want to talk. I want to know where you got these attorneys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know what, Larry? I, I'm. Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure he didn't hire the attorneys. I know he didn't. I'm joking. Uh, but the thing I will tell you is historically, uh, I don't even know where his, what you're going to say next about what he's told us. Um, and, and so I'm going to reserve my next comment. Okay. Whatever All right. Yeah. And I, I think I know where you're going to go with that, but here's the thing about predictions, right? Everybody has a prediction. Almost nobody's right. It's like, you know, you're lucky if you're right. This guy's job for 20 years has been yeah. to give the wrong predictions to the market. Yeah. He's the biggest cheerleader for real estate, which I applaud, but I'll just say it now. He stood up in 2008 and 2009 and basically said, you have to keep buying real estate. There is no contagion. There, all real estate is local. Real estate doesn't go down. And literally through the fact that we were in, and, and we've talked about this, Larry, the real estate really almost always goes up, right? It's been up yeah. 105 of the last 111 years. Like I yeah. get it. But this guy, while Rome was burning, was like, oh no, it's like Kevin Bacon in Animal House. All is well. Everything's <laughs> fine. Don't. Right. So we can talk about whatever he said. I don't care. But yeah, so check this out. Let's just let's behind this guy's opinion. Let's up. get into it real right. quick. Let's do what it. some of the things that he said. Number one, he said home prices in 2024, uh, 2024 home sales, excuse me, not home prices, 2024 home sales will rise 13.5% uh, year over year while the median 
home price will reach about 389.5, which is only about uh, a little less than a 1% uptick from this year. I do agree with him that home sales are going to rise because we're going to have more homes come on the market and that pent up demand is going to cause that figure, I think, to take place. I, I, yes, I agree with that, but I don't agree with that because I think it's a big learned opinion. I agree with it kind of what you said. And, and, and I would add, look, every year we get further away from this initial spike in mortgage rates from 2022, which we're now two years into it, the yeah. more stuff will happen to people in life and they will put their house on the market. They'll get married. They'll get divorced. They'll have kids graduate. They'll change jobs, all that stuff. Life will continue to happen. And as you've said, life moves real estate. So I, I think that lots of people are like spent the last two years trying to hold on mm -hmm. where they're at, right? Because my costs mm -hmm. are good. Mm -hmm. But if we get any, if we get any continued improvement from here, from the sixes into the fives or whatever, yeah, of course, people be like, all right, well, I, I, yeah, it's going to cost me a little more, but it's not going to kill me. <clears throat> so I think we could both agree on that yes. for whatever reason, whether, sure. whatever it is, we can agree that home sales will go up as a result of some of the things going on, more inventory coming on the market, pent up buyer demand, blah, blah, blah. I can we, concur. We can concur on that. Okay. So also he expects that housing prices to calm while foreclosure rates remain at historically low levels of less than 1% of all mortgages. Now I do agree with that. I do agree that foreclosure I, I rates that too but again i think it's a two-foot putt right like we have so everybody has seen their price increase right so if you bought prior to 2022 or even in 2022 you probably sell your house get your money back pay your agent pay your title fees especially if you use trustedagentusa.com in order to reduce your title costs by a dramatic absolutely amount. then you're going to find yourself in a situation where you can transact have money in your pocket Foreclosures happen when people don't have enough equity to pay to get out of their transaction. Exactly. 2008. Yeah. Please hold for 2008 through right, 2016. Exactly. We're not, we're not, we're not there. And I don't expect to be there because no. at the end of the day, I think, look, you know, it's funny, Larry, I saw, I saw a social media post the other day. I'm not sure I entirely agree with it. But the philosophy was was this. It said, look, if you. The, the economy today is fragmented largely along these lines for people who have um, housing and kids. Right. And, and so at the end of the day, if you are. Uh, they said those two things have gone through the roof. But if you bought your house prior to 2021 and you have mortgage under 4%, your house payments like 1800 bucks a month. And if you don't have child support, I mean, child support, child, uh, child care costs, right? Daycare, tuition, after school care, all under the umbrella of child care costs. Mm -hmm. um, that stuff can run two grand at 2,500. So that's four grand all in, right? But at the end of the day, if you don't have the child care, or if you're renting and rents 2,500 instead of 1800, um, and your childcare expenses are on top of that, like that's a difference between people who are paying six grand a month for their basic expenses, housing and their childcare versus people who don't have kids might be paying under two grand. And that's a real difference in terms of the stress you feel. Like if you you just have a $2,000 housing payment, you don't have childcare, like you probably get by on 75 grand a year. Yeah. Right? Pay your taxes, pay your housing payment, things are tight a little bit and you're okay. But mm -hmm. if you have to turn around and you had to buy a house in the eights or the sevens in the last year, <clears> and you have childcare, you might be out the door at after tax cost to you of that stuff of $6,500, which means you got to make $130,000, $140,000 just to pay those two things. Because by the time yeah. you pay your taxes and then use your after tax money to pay that, like that's, that's real stress. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. You know, one of the other things that he mentioned was he expects housing inventory to rise by about 30% in no 2024. I, I, don't, I don't know if it'll rise 30%, it'll but rise. 30%. I, I do believe, what's that? 30% is insane. That's a big number, but I do agree with him that the inventory is going to increase substantially as a result of these rates coming down and people getting off the fence, putting their homes on the market, and the buyers are already there. They're just well, they're just waiting for homes to come on the market. Larry, I'll buy I'll, I'll buy the overall concept, but I'm not buying 30%. I might buy 5%. So I'm not sure I agree. I mean, yeah, I think it's going to go up a little more than 5%, but I think, I, I think 30 is a big number. <laughs> you know, that's thirty's insane. That's, that's a Even big number. And less levels 30 is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, with all of this going on, there's just a lot of, like we said, noise out there. And sometimes you just have to turn the volume down a little bit. Absolutely. And, and uh, so, hey, I just wanted to, before we go any further, I'm going to, I'm go, I'm going to model my partner's uh, new logo. Okay. So, you know, Michael Lafito, he's one of the top luxury agents in Chicago Metro and he sure. does... He has a uh, lug a national luxury de designation, Lux, where if you want to become a, if you're an agent and instead of selling three and four and five and six and $700,000 homes, you want to sell three, four and $5 million homes, you need to get your Lux designation. And if you want to find out about that, just just text me at 630-921-0611. You can text me or call me anytime with any questions you have. By the way, Dylan, how do people get in touch with you? You can call or text me anytime at 630-708-7088. So this is Michael's new Lux designation. And not Lux designation, but his company Lux. Uh, this is his new shirt here. Oh, nice. What do we think about Look at that? That's not bad. Nice, huh? Yeah, let, yeah. Me get, let me get this thing out of the way. <laughs> there yeah, it is. As logos go, it's kind of sharp, right? I like the gold and, uh, you know, it's not overly, uh, the, you know, the, the lion's head's not overly detailed. It works. Yeah, I love it. I really do. I think well, uh, what I want to know is can that logo appear like in the little upper corner of my browser, right? When you go to the website, you know that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I will tell you, uh, that logo will look awesome on a hat too. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll see that on the air at WCPT come January. Yeah. <laughs> well, and one of the reasons I bring this up and one of the reasons that I wore this shirt today, other than I had lunch with him yesterday and he gave me a free shirt, um, is we are going to once a month have Michael on to be drilling down the luxury market for our listeners and our viewers. And guys, remember, you can view us live if you think you can handle that. You can view us live on YouTube at Larry Shackman. You can view us live on uh, Facebook at Launch My Listing. And you can view us live on LinkedIn at Larry Shackman as well. So check us out live or like it says at the bottom of your screen. Well, not exactly the bottom, but almost the bottom. You can subscribe and listen to all of our podcasts, future and past at any one of those podcast sites. So we're everywhere. We love you guys tuning in. And uh, remember, since we're live, fire away with questions if you have any, because we'll we'll answer them. Uh, Absolutely right now. So what else you got going on just currently in the mortgage business in terms of your own personal business? That you know what? That, 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 that's really interesting stuff. I mean, we got a, uh, we, you know, we, 
actually, let me talk about this loan. So we're uh, we're sending a guy to closing Tuesday, and he is a uh, military veteran. To put no money down, buying a four hundred fifty thousand dollar two unit, move him and his mom in. He's a uh, you know an older gentleman, um, and and he's just fresh off a divorce, right? So he needs a reboot and a restart. It's unfortunate that that's where he's at. Um, but we were able to kind of help him, you know, and the funny thing is, uh, Larry, he turned around and, and was in the midst of this contentious divorce and selling the old house probably six months ago. And yeah. we talked to him and we're like, you know, you could just transition into, uh, your own place. And he was like, I really, I'm not, I'm not keen to do that. Right. Like I'm getting divorced and I got equity in that house. I'm gonna lose some money there. And he just wasn't ready. Right. And, and, and I get that. Um, but we stay in, in touch with him and, you know, his agent referred to uh, reach back out and said, you know, he and his mom, who's now moved in with it, rented a two bedroom apartment on a six month lease. It's kind of transition. Um, and it's going horribly. Right. Like they it just it's it's it, look, if you're a, if you've lived in a house for any length of time, moving back to apartment living is kind of challenging. Right. I mean, yeah. it's, it, it's just got its own lifestyle issues. Right. So he called me up. He's like, can can we get it done? And the good news for him uh, is, you know, he's a guy with a job and a military pension and some disability payments. And so in spite of the fact that this place is expensive and by expensive, I mean, relative to his income, he's at a 53 or 55 percent debt to income ratio, um, which is for everybody listening kind of high. In, in a conventional loan, in an FHA loan, they really don't want you to be over 45% of your gross income dedicated to all your payments in life. But- And what is he at? He's at 55. Okay. Yeah, which okay. is, is unheard of in a conventional loan, right? So one of the right. cool things about VA loans and working with veterans is that that loan is- predicated on what's called a residual income calculation and not debt to income. And so there are some interesting calculations relative to the, the house you're buying in its square footage and the amount of um, coverage for that square footage that you need and the um, and, and, and some other stuff. But they, they basically are like, how much money is left at the end of the month? And for that reason, the loan actually forecloses at a far lower pace than any conventional loan. But yeah. the cool thing is that you, you're not debt to income bound. And so they're able to buy this place that works for them um, based on math, but it's not- Because of the residual income? Yeah, it, it, because the residual income's there. And so even though the debt to income ratio is high, and I think a factor in this, it didn't say this in the automated underwriting, but I also think a factor in this for the guy is- that because he's got pension income, he's got disability income, like that's guaranteed income that comes in as long as he's alive. And so although he also does have a W-2 job, you know, two thirds or 70% of his income uh, is coming in automatically, like it never yeah. goes away. And and yeah. so he's a great credit risk in that regard as well. And yeah. so we're able to solve this for him. Um, you know, his, his, his personal life was too tumultuous. The, 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 the fallout from the divorce was too raw six months ago, but now that the dust is settled, there'll be a homeowner on Tuesday and that's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. I saw that you, uh, you posted something about that yeah. and, uh, you know, that that's, that's awesome. It really is because, you know, that's why we do what we do. I know people think, and they hear from everybody how greedy we all are out here. But the reality of it is, is that I, I personally do this because I get a lot of satisfaction out of handing the keys over to somebody at a closing uh, when they're moving in, whether it be their first house, their forever home, their second home, an investment property. I mean, it's such a big deal for them. For sure. And it really, it, it's a good feeling. It really is. Absolutely. Um, yeah. No, so. look, it, Larry, at the end of the day, it, it, it's a great example, right? He is of the thing we talked about earlier that life moves real estate. Yeah. He sold a house because he was getting divorced. He rented a place because he wasn't ready to deal with what's next. And now he's kind of figured out where where he's going from here. And now he's a home buyer again. And, and at the end of the day, I think that that's, 
a thing to keep in mind. And look, our job, I, I mean, look, uh, you know, if we do this right, whether you're on your side of the business or mine, are you are you well compensated? Yeah. But to do it right, you really have to help people. And, and at the end of the day, you know, no matter what business you're in, what product, whether you're a small business person like me or you, or whether you're a big grocery store company or a grocery company like Heinz Ketchup, like people want ketchup. You're solving their ketchup problem. Like, the, the, yeah. is, do you begrudge them the money they make selling ketchup? Yeah. Not really. Right? And guys, there is a lot, a lot of time put in by real estate agents when they're working with buyers, helping them buy homes, when they're working with sellers, helping them stage, price their home correctly. I mean, this is not a, uh, you know, the way I like to explain it to my clients is this is not an event. This is a process. Right. So you got to wrap your mind around the fact that um, there are many steps we have to go through to get across the finish line. And our job, and we talked about this last week, our job is to keep our clients informed every step of the way, answer the phone, answer the phone when it calls, not when you're on a podcast, answer the phone when it rings, when someone texts you, respond to that text and be available and be that consultant because you're not a salesperson. You're a consultant. Correct. Correct. So, you know, I think people, a, a lot of people out there think, you know, when you help someone buy a house, you open up one door for them. They fall in love with the house. And two weeks later, you're closing. That's not how this works. It's never how this works. Oh, no. and look, and, later we go back and tell the story uh, about our guy from Mount Prospect, right? That we thought we were working with and working so hard to help. And, you know, at the end of the day, we got through the contract and we got through the appraisal and we got through the inspection of a property and we got through the, you got through the sale of the prior residence all the way up to ready to close. And the whole thing fell apart because he didn't have enough funds to fund the closing. And at the yeah. end of the day, in spite of all the digging that we did um, and all the work that we did, that we, we couldn't make the math math, if you will, um, right. largely because of some of the things that the client didn't disclose to us. But it's like, we're trying to help. And at yeah. the end of the day, um, that can be an exhaustive process, like you said, not an event. Yes, it's absolutely a process. And, you know, like with anything else, when you're dealing with your doctor, when you're dealing with your dentist, particularly when you're dealing with your wife, Tell the truth. Tell just, the truth, just and then we yeah. figure out where we're going from. Exactly, there. because if you don't, at least in my house, you're going to be put in the doghouse. Yeah, absolutely. and if you don't do that with your doctor, your mortgage broker, your lender, your your uh, real estate broker, your attorney, yeah. you are only hurting yourself. Larry, I have that conversation with clients all the time. I'm like, you got to tell me the <laughs> whole story. What I select to tell a lender who's or an underwriter who's going to make a final decision may not be everything that you told me but that doesn't you know i i heard a lawyer explain this once he's like look if you're a criminal lawyer i need to know for real did you do it or did you not because there's two different defenses because if i can kind of prove you did it I mean, if I can kind of prove you didn't do it, if I absolutely can prove you didn't do it, I will defend you like this. <clears throat> but if you did do it, then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to pursue reasonable doubt as the standard. But yeah. if you tell me you didn't do it and you did, the whole thing collapses because I'm tr I'm using this strategy and we've got this issue. Yeah. And so we have to have the strategy to the issue. So listen, guys, you know, we've talked about a lot today. And uh, again, if you want to get in touch with Dylan, you're going to reach out to him at. Uh... Yeah. So here's the, so uh, the thing I would tell everybody who's listening is, look, 
there's a lot of conversation in the market right now uh, around these interest rates, right? And the change in rates. And a lot of misrepresentation, as we've talked about, by the marketing engine in the mortgage business. So if you have questions about how the change in mortgage interest rates affects your situation, call or text 630-708-7088, and we'll get you some straight answers. Yeah. And you can count on Dylan, guys. He's going to answer your call. He's going to return your text and you're going to get the the answers that you need, not the answers that the person on the other line, end of the line, thinks you want to hear. So, you know, the bottom line is you got to you got to be truthful with everyone you're dealing with, which most people are. And in return, those people have to be honest and uh forthright with you, good news or bad news. And if you want all, all of your questions answered when it comes to real estate or mortgages, just go here. <laughs> Look at this. You know, I was trying to hunt for a segue and you beat me to it. Look at that. Look at that. The top tens of real estate, 32 proven top 10 real estate lists to maximize your profit, whether you're selling, buying, or investing now in real estate. So if you want to uh, go buy this book, please do. My wife would appreciate it. However, if you'd like to get this book for free, I will send you a link to get the ebook for free all you need to do is text me at 630-921-0611, 630, it's at the bottom of the screen scrolling by, uh, 630-921-0611, the top tens of real estate, 32 proven top 10 real estate lists that I guarantee you will save you money. And if you're looking to invest, chapter 32 is going to tell you exactly how, uh, exactly how uh, um, investors look at properties, how they evaluate them, the 70% rule, um, and, you know, some other insights, because you know what? One stupid miscalculation on an investment of a property will cost right. you your marriage. You're absolutely right. So yeah, you got to really, uh, really just get the book, just get the book and blame me. If you, if you what, get the what, book, what, you're... go ahead. No, I was going to say, if you get the book and you lose money, call me. It's my fault. It's fine. I like it. So what's yeah. on your real estate agenda for the weekend? You got anything big here? Yeah. So today I'm uh, tagging along with uh, Michael and we're going to go show a $5.8 million home in uh, Oak Brook. Okay. Really stately looking home. Uh, 20,000 square feet. I don't know what people do with 20,000 square feet. Fantastic. When are you doing that? You're doing that right away? You're doing that this afternoon? What's uh, this afternoon at yeah. about two o'clock. All right. Um, tomorrow, I have an open house at a condo I have for sale in Naperville. Um, okay. And it's listed at 219.9, two bedroom, one and a half bath, pool community, indoor parking, you know, great place. I'm doing a one hour open house. Oh, so if you want to see it, you beat the drum on serious, the get your rear end out there. And, you know, I do that purposely. I do yeah, that. No, purposely. no accident. I like it. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's an hour. I don't have to be there for four hours so that you could go have lunch at Applebee's and then right. slide on over. Yeah, no, right. I do it. Uh, I do it for that reason uh, to get motivated people over there. And if they're, if they show up, I, I know they're pretty darn interested. Right. Cool. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I'm going to get off the line with you. I have a pre-approval to work on here and some other business housekeeping. Um, so, Good. uh, you and I may uh, have to talk about that as, as the morning goes on, I'll keep you posted. And then, um, tomorrow, I, I think tomorrow is kind of free for me, but I will be traveling on business Monday to Wednesday and I'll bring you up to speed on that 
Awesome. Awesome. We will see you on Wednesday. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Larry. Okay, bud. I'll see you. All right. You got it. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. We are going to wrap this up. But first, I just want to thank everybody for uh, hanging out with us. You know, we really appreciate it. And um, we, you know, we hope we get some of your questions answered here. Uh, remember, we're live. So if you have, if you're watching, uh, you feel free to drop a comment, shoot a question at us, and we're going to take it live on the air. Remember, as of January 6th, we're going to be live every Saturday from the studio. We'll be streaming from 8.20 a.m. in Chicago. Uh, so we cover the whole Chicagoland metro market and we get into some of the states a little bit over the borders on some of the bordering states, Indiana, Michigan, and so on. Um, and uh, yeah, every Saturday, 9 a.m. on the button, come here. You'll see us here with a lot of great guests as well. And every Wednesday at 11 o'clock. Guys, it has been absolutely uh, amazing to have you along with us today. So we'll see you Wednesday. Thanks for joining us on Real Estate Radio with your host, Larry Shackman, the real estate therapist and top producing broker. Now go to trustedagentusa.com and save thousands when you sell, buy, or invest. Illinois license number 475-145-795. Tune in next week for the ultimate real estate radio experience. Thanks for joining us on Real Estate Radio with your host, Larry Shackman, the real estate therapist and top producing broker. Now go to trustedagentusa.com and save thousands when you sell, buy, or invest. Illinois license number 475-145-795. Tune in next week for the ultimate real estate radio experience.